and evolution. Will they pay for it? This is from the Solopreneur Project. Now, it seems logical to build a business around something people will pay for. But we're not always logical. I certainly wasn't when I started out. Now, so let's take a look back at how my business has evolved and how my thinking regarding my target audience has changed along with it. The beginning. What business? Now, you may recall that when I was laid off, I had little or no direction. I started a website and I began to write. I didn't have a primary focus. I wasn't even sure that I was starting a business at all. But one theme began to emerge from my blog, personal use of Facebook. The first time I wrote about privacy controls from the perspective of a Facebook user was my first taste of virality. In fact, that piece of content within the first month or so of my website may have been the most viral post I've ever written. I went from no traffic to 30,000 views in a day. Of course, the traffic is intoxicating. When attention to that post slowed, I did the next logical thing. I wrote about that topic again, and again, and again, and again. Probably another again. Each time, traffic spiked. Each time, I smiled. Each time, I had no plans for how I'd monetize it. Understand that had I started an email list at that point, that would at least be an argument for what I was doing. But I wasn't even capturing those visitors. They just came and they went. Based on what I had, the best way to monetize was through AdSense. I did that, but come on. The revenue I made from that traffic was not enough to live on. That takes me to the early business. I can't afford it. So within about three months, I began to notice the error of my ways. At least a little. I knew that I needed to shift my focus to reach business people since they have an investment in their success on Facebook. So if you followed me way back then, you may remember my tagline, social media that makes a difference. I would then replace social media with Facebook marketing. The thought was that I wanted to help small businesses and nonprofits make a difference with their marketing. This was based largely on the fact that my last job was in nonprofit. Part of my hope has always been to make a difference, particularly with childhood cancer foundations. But I have to admit that this was also related to a lack of confidence. I knew these small businesses and nonprofits had minimal budgets. I feared going after the big budgets. I didn't think I was qualified to speak to them. I rarely wrote about advertising in those days. It was all about managing your Facebook page. When I did write about advertising, it was to help alert people of how to get Facebook ad coupons. You can probably guess what happened. Big traffic for that stuff. People wanted Facebook ad coupons to run free Facebook ads. I started scouting out how to get those coupons and would write about them again. Big source of traffic. Guess what types of people I was attracting? It's not surprising. It was people who wanted to market their business for as little as possible. Or nothing at all. I still get traffic to these coupon pages, even though I remove the content. I still get the requests to my Facebook page. While I started to find my way during this time, I wasn't making any money. And a big reason for that is I was creating content for the wrong people. That takes me to 
a business emerges, Facebook ads. So it wasn't until I shifted from Facebook marketing to Facebook ads that things started to change. And it all makes sense now. My content began prioritizing news, tips, and tutorials on how to run Facebook ad campaigns. No more coupons. My target audience was people who actually paid for their ads. Granted, I still shot low at this point. I wasn't going after agencies and big spenders, but it was a step in the right direction. I created my first products during the tail end of my first full year in business. My first product was a weird Facebook page review product. I reviewed your Facebook page and sent a two-page review of what I saw and recommended. The second product was a big one, Power Editor Training Course. And that's when everything changed. Power Editor back then was the advanced way of running Facebook ads. It was underground. It was mysterious and unknown. I over-delivered on that course. I created tons of videos. It was all static, nothing live. When this product was launched, I started to see revenue I'd never seen before. I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. I felt like I was at the end of the tunnel and beyond. But because of the nevergreen nature of Facebook ads, that training wasn't relevant for long. I created a new version the year after. I would also create training for Facebook Insights, helping people analyze their performance. Things were going great, seriously. But the peaks and valleys of revenue and the pressure to sell high volume of a low-priced training product were wearing on me. That takes us to a business thrives, advanced Facebook ads. So this evolution was educational for me. I started to see what audience needed my attention. I began to get more confidence in what I was doing. I also learned that I was tired of having to create something new that would then lose its value every few months. About five years ago, I made two somewhat subtle shifts that forever changed my business. First, I moved from a focus on Facebook ads to advanced Facebook ads. This is bigger than I knew at the time, but it told people that my content wasn't for beginners. It attracted big spenders and agencies. Second, I moved from static training that lost its value to a membership model and monthly recurring revenue. The beginner wouldn't pay this, and that was understandable. But the advanced advertiser who is spending thousands of dollars in ads every month sees value in a community of like-minded people to help them get an edge. The vast majority of product creation I do now is live. There's very little focus on that product once the live event passes. How about some lessons learned? So you can probably pull some lessons from this already, but let's recap a few. First, understand your target audience and whether they will buy something. If you're creating content for those who are budget conscious and are trying to avoid paying for something, they aren't going to buy anything from you or they'll pay very little. Second, have the confidence to aim high. Evolution is part of the process, so I won't say it was necessarily a mistake that I didn't create content for agencies and big spending advertisers in the beginning. But know that the budgets of those you create for will determine what you can charge them. Third, create recurring revenue if possible. The membership model is what took my business from a couple of big product launches to a predictable return. 
So a few questions for you. One, who is your target audience? Two, why are they likely to buy your product? Three, what is your product worth to them? Four, are you able to charge more? Five, is there another audience that may be more willing to pay? And six, is there a way to make this into a membership model if you aren't utilizing that already? This is part of the Solopreneur Project, which was created for people with a business model similar to mine. So you focus on online content creation, like blog, videos, or a podcast. You sell a digital product, like training or memberships. You teach how to do something through tutorials. And building an email list is really important. So you deal with some very unique challenges as a solopreneur that no one else quite understands. That's why this project was created. To learn more about the Solopreneur Project, go to johnlimmer.com slash solo.